The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. Jesus said to him in reply, What did Moses command you? And they replied, Moses permitted a husband to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned Jesus about this, and he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were bringing children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he became indignant. He said to them, let the children come to me. Do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Amen, I say to you, whoever does not accept the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. Then Jesus embraced them, blessed them, placing his hands upon them. The Gospel of the Lord. Past couple of Sundays, I've been reflecting upon whether or not I was going to ever get past the high school stage of feeling those pressures and whatnot. I think something that we can all kind of relate to. We have a desire to love, to be loved, and it's great desire. We have a great desire to be accepted. And these desires are keenly felt when we're first growing up and, and they never, never go away. Our Lord has given all of us a great capacity to love. Therefore, this capacity to love and to accept love is the one area that the enemy, the world and the devil, attacks the most. In our first reading, we hear the Lord God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. Now the man here is not male, but rather plural, male and female. Female had not been created yet. So I always like to trick people and say, and I'll let you in on this, was Adam a man or a woman? Yes, he was, male and female. Because the scripture goes on to say that <clears throat> he created all the created living beings and prayed to them past this male, this, this man, this male, female, this human, and yet none of them were suitable partners. And then, as I like to joke, God created the lazy boy chair. And then God created Sunday afternoon golf television. In other words, God cast a deep sleep onto the man. That's what I do on Sunday afternoons. And from his side, God took out a rib and created another human being. 
Notice that God did not create another human being from the soil, but rather he sexed the human being. That's what the word sex means, to separate, to separate. And so our God separated, creating two genders, male and female. But now there's an incompleteness within us that can only be completed when we're in union with another person. God created us with this great capacity to love and to be loved. God created us with this yearning to be one with one another. Why? Because we are created in God's image and likeness. One of the greatest revelations of Jesus Christ is that God, our God, is a communion of persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We're made in that image and likeness of God. Therefore, you and I were made to be in community. Therefore, when we look at today's gospel, we can see the sacredness and the awesomeness of community. And that which God joins together, no human being can separate. God created us, first of all, in the community of our mother and father. Then he placed us in the community of our family. Then he placed that family within the community of the body of Christ. We know that. And probably the number one thing that keeps you and I awake at night is relationships, community. The thing that brings us the greatest joy in our life is being loved and to love. And the greatest hardship that we have is in community and relationships, especially those that are breaking down. That's why it's so important in today's gospel that after Jesus spells out the importance of community, especially in the marriage covenant, that he concluded today's gospel, Mark did, that Jesus wanted to bring the children so that he may touch them. Children know the need for community, relationships. They yearn for that acceptance. They're vulnerable and they're giving. They are in the most need of community. You and I, we're God's children. He wants us to be in communion with both him and with one another. But like I said, our our Lord Jesus, he knows how difficult it is to live in community and in family. Remember, Jesus struggled with his community. He struggled with his family. So remember when he was in Nazareth, he was preaching there in the synagogue. Maybe he was going a little too long or something, and they were going to throw him off the brow of the hill. Kind of like what you will do with me if I keep this homily going on and on and on. Uh huh. Yeah, he struggled with his community. Do you remember when he was 12 years old? Got into a little argument with his mother, didn't he? His mother said, son, Do you not understand what you are doing to your father and myself? And Jesus said, do you not understand that I must be about my father's business? Sounds like a typical disagreement, miscommunication that happens in our families. 
Jesus understands the difficulty of being in communion with one another, both as a community and as a family. He understands this. He understands that community demands that we accept one another as God-given gifts. Community is based upon sharing and forgiving, sacrificial love, and it requires a great deal of mutual adjustments and generosity. It's really hard, isn't it? Therefore, we really do need the touch and the presence of Jesus Christ. If you're struggling with your community, if you're struggling with your family, go to Jesus. If you are desiring to love and to be loved, go to Jesus. Our Lord wants us to be saints. A saint totally relies upon God and surrenders to God. A saint is a child before God. Be a saint and go to Jesus.